G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. So I've just got out of a meditation session, half-hour meditation session, and it has got the brain juices flowing. So a big part of what we were focusing on in this meditation was connections to others. Now me being the negative, melancholic sort of person that I am, sort of twisted that around and I was focusing on those connections that maybe aren't as strong as they used to be, how people tend to drift into your life and then unfortunately a lot of these great people drift out as well. And that is a truism that I think is very, very difficult to get around but that is something that has always, this isn't just a recent thing, this has always been a bit of a stressor of mine which is you know, there's all these great people and, and I've known so many great people over the years, but I just cannot connect with all of them. And it's very depressing. I don't know. Maybe I look at these things a bit deeper than most. I'm not sure. But I do feel for the ones that I've left along the way because of whatever reason. And, you know, this could be friendships, this could be families, you know, work colleagues, or it could be relationship people as well. So, now, obviously, that's a bit of a bit of a topic of interest for me at the moment as I'm going through another breakup. So that's now what four, five, six girlfriends now that have drifted in. I've thought they're the world, and then drifted out again, and we're back to square one. So that's what a lot of what I was thinking about during this meditation was how how sad it is that it's a fact of life that you just cannot hold on to everybody. And yeah, it was getting me quite emotional, actually, because there's so many people, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are listening to this show, which is amazing. Thank you for that. But there are so many people that I would love to catch up with, but you know, oh, life gets in the way, you know, and it does. Life does get in the way. But that doesn't make it any less depressing, the fact that we aren't able to create more wonderful memories more often together. So it's very sad. And then, of course, looking at relationships, it's sad too, because in all of my relationships, at some point during all of them, I've thought, this person is the person. She is the one for me, and I would take a bullet for this girl, and I want to be with her forever. I've thought about that with every relationship, for varying degrees, admittedly, but still. And the thing is, we've gone from such... You know, I've gone from having such strong feelings for these people, and and I still do. You know, I don't hate any any of them. There's no hatred there or dislike or anything like that. It's the circumstances around all of my breakups are always quite sad, and you know, no one usually does anything wrong. It's just you know, right people, but maybe not the right time. I.e., Elliot needs to get on top of his mental health concerns because that is hindering his and our opportunities to move forward as a healthy, successful relationship. But it's very, very sad, very sad, because, you know, I'm here at the moment in the mental hospital. You know, it, it comes up a lot, obviously, mental illness and the impacts that it has on everyone's lives. And everyone's got a little bit of a different story, but there's a lot of commonalities there as well. And for me, a big part of it is losing friendships and relationships and those that I really have held so close and so dear, losing those opportunities to grow with those relationships and friendships because my mental illnesses get in the way. Like, for example, to to keep connected to somebody, there has to be a degree of social 
in- inclusion or, or social input, I suppose. Now, for someone like me who has generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, and now high-functioning autism, those three in particular would suggest that making plans consistently to be sociable with those that you should be sociable with is a very, very tough ask. And I know that there's some friendships that have suffered because of my mental illnesses. And then you look at the romantic world, like the relationships, you know, as I said, there's no hard feelings towards any of my ex-girlfriends. And I'm very blessed that as far as I'm aware, there's no actual hard feelings towards me either from them, which is which is good too. But that's so sad. It's easier if you can be angry at someone. Anger is one of those emotions that really gets you up and going and doing some you know, making making some big changes and, you know, it can drive you forward. But when it's just sad because it's not really anybody's fault, that's the worst because you just tread water and think, well, you know, no one theoretically did anything wrong, so why aren't we together? It's a lot about what I was thinking during this meditation. And it's just very sad. I don't know. It's 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 sad to me that, that that's the way it has to be. And and again, my mental illnesses have played a chief role in getting in the way of these friendships and relationships. And it's bloody not fair. And I am starting to get a bit angry because I've just about had enough of it. I do not want to be losing more great people from my life, you know? These great people are the types of people that you want to keep around with, you know? They build you up to do better and I want to do the same for them. But I need to get on top of these mental illnesses before I do. And I guess that is the big challenge. That is the big challenge. I think I said maybe in one of the my journal entries, maybe the second one, I don't know, go back and listen to it. It's a beauty either way. But I think in one of those journal entries, I talk about respecting the former relationship. So, you know, unfortunately, whatever relationship has fallen over, but because I respected that relationship so much moving forward, I'm going to ensure that those mistakes that happen in that relationship don't happen again because that relationship deserved better. Now, for a long time there, I used to put the blame on me saying that I should have done better. But now it's, no, no, if we just get a handle on these mental illnesses, kick them out of the road, then it's all going to fall into place. And I still believe that today is the way forward, is to get these mental illnesses under control, piss them off, and then it's going to be clear running. That's my hope anyway. Um, this episode has jumped around a bit because I've literally just come out of this meditation class. So we're just whatever strands of of intellectual, I don't know, nous that I've got. I'm pretty much spitting it out as we're talking right now. The other thing, the other thing, the last thing. So I've spoken about, you know, friendships drifting in and out, relationships drifting in and out, how how sad it is that such great people in my life I don't see as much as I'd like to or don't have the ability or the opportunity to and how that's heartbreaking, which it is. Something else that I noticed during this meditation that kept coming up was this idea that I've drifted away from the real me. So as I'm meditating there and, and, you know, we're being prompted about thinking of relationships, all that stuff, I actually did something I don't always do, which was turn, turn the focus back onto me. And I was like, all right, are we being true to ourselves or have we lost our way a bit? And there's no two ways about this. We have definitely lost our way. 
you know, I'm not going to go into specifics now, but I will down the track. But, you know, there's there's different things that I'm doing which are not in keeping with the Elliot I used to know. The Elliot I used to know wouldn't be doing these stupid things that he's doing now. And to be honest, I think the Elliot without these mental illnesses wouldn't be doing it either. So, but it's very sad that even, I, I think I've lost connection to even my true self. And that's something I really, really need to work on because, you know, it's very hard to connect with other people genuinely um, if you if you're if you don't view the self as being congruent with who you really are so if there's a bit of a mismatch between what you're projecting you could say persona and what you really are what the self is really about deep down well then it's very hard if, if there's a, a misunderstanding between those two states then for that misunderstood state which is you and how you act in the world, how that individual then connects with others straight away. It's fraught with danger because the you that you're putting out there isn't the true you. And if you're not putting the true you out there, that can hinder the creation of of serious, deep friendships and relationships. So a big key for me while I'm here in the mental hospital here at James Fletcher, I really want to get back in a keeping with the real self, me, not what I think other people want me to be like or what I should be like to please other people. Forget about that. I know who I am and I know that the person that we're portraying to other people at the moment is not that person. And I really, really need to change that because the only way I think really I can kickstart this process of reconnecting with people and and really trying to, you know, build up friendships and potentially relationships too from the past, you know, try and salvage these in, in the best way possible, it really starts with you. And, and the foundation is that you, your persona, is representative of who you are deep down, what your core beliefs, all that sort of stuff, you know, they need to match. So that's something that I definitely need to work on moving forward. All right, so that one there was a bit philosophical. I hope that makes sense because, as I said, I literally just got out of this meditation class and I'm just just putting it all out there so hopefully it resonates a little bit. Anyway, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, send me a message and I'll see if I can unpack it for you and we'll, we'll get some sense out of it, something like that anyway. All right, well, thank you for listening to everybody. I've got some more episodes coming soon about my time here at the James Fletcher Hospital. There is a lot to report on, so, you know, give me a bit of time, but we're going to go through it, let me tell you. It's going to be like you guys are here with me. It's going to be great, amazing insights. Anyway, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Dis Regulated Podcast. <laughs>